Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. We're beginning the letter to the Philippian church today. Paul the Apostle wrote this letter to the church in Philippi, and we're going to begin chapter 1, verse 1. Now we need to know in the beginning of this letter that this is a very personal letter that he was writing to these believers. We have no reason to believe that it was intended for general circulation like the letter to the Ephesians was. Paul wanted to thank these believers for helping him out, backing him up when he had a need. He wanted to tell them why he could be full of joy despite his imprisonment and his coming trial. So this is an uplifting letter in which Paul devotes really only a small space to connecting the Philippians and warning them about potential problems. Now on Paul's first missionary journey, as we covered last week, he visited close to his headquarters in Antioch of Syria. On the second and third journey, he traveled, his travels extended even further. Because of this great distance between congregations which Paul founded, he couldn't no longer personally oversee each and every one of them. He was compelled now to write letters to teach and to encourage these believers. Now he had a staff of volunteers, people like Timothy and Mark and Epaphras, who delivered these letters and then remained in those congregations for a while to teach and to encourage them. Chapter 1, verse 1 of this book reads, Paul and Timothy, servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are at Philippi with the overseers and servants. Verse 2, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now it's interesting, but Paul writes this letter without what we know is his usual official greeting. Apparently he didn't need to remind this church that he was an apostle or that he was writing on directions from Christ. I guess they knew that already. There was an obvious bond between Paul and this church and one that was quite special. There was clearly a fellowship and unity that existed that precluded the need for formalism, if you will. Now, once again, we need to remember that Paul was in prison at this point, and perhaps Timothy was also. This was a difficult time for them, yet in this letter before us, we find they were anything but discouraged. Believers, we need to grasp a faith that doesn't depend on the joy of the world to bring about a Christian joy. Ours must run deeper. Ours must be generated by other things. And unless we find this joy, we're going to be doomed to eventually attempt to, well, ram a worldly view into a faith context, and that's an ultimate failure. We then would be guilty of being no different than those out in the lost world. Paul calls himself a servant in verse 1. Now that word actually means bond servant or bond slave. In its original use, this term would describe an individual that was in servitude because of a debt. People in that day would often place themselves in such a position voluntarily to pay off a debt, and then sometimes they even stayed long after the debt was paid. Paul said that such was literally the case with him and Timothy. After all, it was more than just a punch-in and punch-out nine-to-five job that they were living. No, Paul, he was, well, we could say indentured. He was owned 
He was owned because of the debt he owed. It was a whole life thing for uh, Paul, Timothy, and all the guys that ran with him. No doubt this is the first cause of joy that is so front and center in this letter. When Paul writes to these believers in the Philippi church, he calls them saints. Indeed, not so much in the world's vernacular, but in its heavenly use. If we are born again today in the eyes of God, we are positionally a saint. Now that's a truth that's often hard to accept, for most often we feel very far from that kind of designation. Paul does begin with his classic line here. He does start with grace to you and peace from God, quintessentially Paul. Always delivered in that order, and it's always in that order which we receive them. For grace is the foundation, and peace is the result. In fact, with the exception of the epistle to the Romans, every one of Paul's letters begin and end with grace. He seemed to be constantly emphasizing that the Christian life begins with grace, is lived by that grace, and ends with that grace, and never by any kind of reliance on self or works. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson, or Believer City Church, visit BelieversTogether.com.